Hi, I am Michelle Julian, your goddess guide. Welcome to the Rise of the Goddess Collective podcast. This was birthed due to the discontent of all of the negative background noise of competition, body shaming, jealousy, the list goes on. And we as goddesses, we have an opportunity to stand together, be bigger, bolder, and more elegant than all of that. And the best way to do this is together. This isn't just a podcast. This is a movement. So let's join and honor each other together. Rise of the goddess. Your being goddess state is always within reach. It's a state of activating the next version of you that's always wanting to show up. It's pivoting out of the imposter syndrome, head on, eyes open, even within the darkness of this major uprising. Welcome to the Rise of the Goddess Collective. I am your host, Michelle Julian, your goddess guide. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Rise of the Goddess Collective. We are here today solo, by myself, raw and authentic. If you've been listening to all of the other podcasts, you know that it's real, it's raw, It's really unedited. I actually don't really edit the podcasts at all. And um, unless I hear some weird background noise, I keep it in. So just want you to know that the Rise of the Goddess Collective, it's a podcast, but it's really turning into a movement And sometimes this is what happens when you birth an idea. You know, you have this idea that, you know, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to do it this way because that's the way a lot of other people are doing it. And so you figure out your plan and you orchestrate it and you basically put all of your ideas in a template so that all of those things line up and then boom, here it is, here it is. And, you know, life is actually like that and not like that, right? So here at the Goddess Collective podcast, we are going to review chapters of the organized fashion of the inner foundation of 
who we are, who we've been, who we are unbecoming to become and to be and all the juicy that is here and all of the juicy conversations that I'm having with other entrepreneurs that are online and just knowing that this is not this is not a dress rehearsal this is actually real life <laughs> so let's just talk about the pillars of the collective let's get right to it because i know you're listening and you're attentive and you want me to get to it so i'm going to get to it so the other episode where we talked about the four chapters of the inner foundation, just to do a review, if you haven't listened to that podcast, but you can go back and listen to that podcast. I think that was episode three. And what we talked about was how each chapter of our lives have pillars. And those pillars are expressions of what's going on in our everyday life, right? Everyday life. It's the unfolding according to your growth and uh, experience. Your, and it's your inner knowing in that chapter which makes you, you, you're a unique being. And I feel that part of this mission is to evoke that in you as you listen and know that you too are evolving minute by minute, second by second. So we are going to review the first chapter that I have created in the collective and it's the gratitude. If you are grateful for the things that are now, then it's very difficult to be negative and pessimistic. Pessimistic. Is that the, how you say it? Pessimistic. Pessimistic? Yes. So, see, I am a human being that sometimes says words incorrectly. And there's a whole story behind that, but we're not going to get into that. We're not going to sidetrack because man, you don't want me to sidetrack. So we're going to go right back to why, why do gratitude practice? So it helps you instill a trust within yourself that you can understand that you can surrender. You have no control over a lot of things. 
trust me, I know this to be true. And I can give you a very good example of that, but I will do that later. So let's talk about the next chapter, which is the pillar of healthy mindsets. Healthy mindsets and habits basically is the core of the Julian method. I birthed the Julian method over 25 years ago. I did not call it the Julian method. My dad, God rest his soul, he's up in heaven looking at me and saying, go, 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 Michelle. He was my biggest cheerleader. He loved life. We ran. We ran together. We, we ate together. We laughed together. I even went in the car with him when I was a little girl, when I was like 10, to go to people's houses. He was a life insurance salesman and a financial planner. And I learned, I learned the gift, as he would say, the gift of gab. So, you know, it's interesting when you think back in your own upbringing, like what kind of stays with you and how you can nurture that and bring that more into your personal well-being and some things that you learned from your parents you're like let's let that go <laughs> right um that doesn't serve me or anyone else so we can be discerning with our personal life and our personal growth from the past and also from the present, like the now. We can be discerning now to say, hmm, I wanna listen. I really wanna listen to this podcast or I really wanna get on my Peloton bike and do like 15 minutes before I actually sink in to my work, right? That's a healthy mindset. A mindset is a choice of how do I want to feel in my mind and my body today? And not only today, but minute by minute. We can always reset, always reset. We can feel pain. We can feel suffering. We can be on the Peloton bike and we can be loving the music. And then all of a sudden we start to burst out into tears because why? Because we're human beings, we're very complex. And so don't try to understand everything and don't try to always be Pollyanny either. You know, I mean, I'm a big, big uh, advocate for positivity, but I also believe that you need to feel whatever's going on so you can take that and let it go through your body and then 
um, allow yourself to process things because in this lifespan, it's so short. And the whole point of being this human being is to have a spiritual experience. And the spiritual experience is messy. Just want you to know. So FYI, sure, if you're listening, you know this to be true. So let's talk more about the next pillar, which is embracing the divine feminine. So what does that mean? Embracing the divine feminine sounds like a lot of, you know, shiny, like Mimi kind of stuff. Embrace means you're taking the juiciness of whatever your life can give to you and allowing that power of your femininity to be seen in a form of strength and also in a form of vulnerability. Strength and vulnerability go hand in hand. How do I know this? Because I am a female. I refer myself, I refer to myself as she and her. Take a deep breath. Let's just take it all in and relax because I sometimes get worked up and I actually hold my breath. Yes, a wellness practice practitioner holding her breath. Yes, I am a wellness practitioner. I am a guide. I am your facilitator. But let's be really authentic and know that I am not your guru. I am so anti-guru-ish that that cringes me when I see people talking about being your guru. And believe me, I don't, I do not advocate for people that are out there in the health and wellness field acting like they're the guru of the information because there's so much information out there that you um, could get confused. So that's why I created this podcast is to help you be discerning and kind of tune in to your own inner divinity, right? Your divine feminine soul and know that this is a safe space. Listening here, it's a safe space for you and anyone anyone else that you know that would love to listen to this. So that pillar is one of the pillars that I am passionate about because I believe that women can be strong and vulnerable simultaneously. We can be sexy and we can be athletic, right? Or 
you know, we can just, we can kick somebody's butt, right? Whether we're kicking somebody's butt with our words or we are in an athletic performance. So it's important to understand the power of your feminine being. And it's one of those pillars that we really spend quite a long time on in the process of working one-on-one. This can shift you into that next understanding, right? Next understanding of your soul's growth and where you actually want to go and how you want to be in your everyday life, regardless of the stresses that come our way, because stresses are here. God knows we've all learned that through this amazing, crazy time of the pandemic. There's been so much upheaval and also so much growth spiritually for our souls. I know myself, I have evolved and up-leveled probably 13 lifetimes in the last year and a half. I mean, all the things that I have learned and that I have birthed, yes, that I've birthed and created, I sometimes think, wow, that I did that, I did all that. And it's interesting because what you realize is you can't, you can't, um, someone just texted me. Um, you can't, you can't underestimate your own self. Okay. Don't limit your own soul. Be open, be curious, and learn. Learn from your uh, obstacles, because I don't ever call them mistakes. Learn from your accidents, because I believe there are no accidents in life, because I've had four near-death experiences, which will be in the memoir. I know that you are dying for that memoir to come out, and it will be coming out probably in September. I do have a publishing start date for that memoir. And there's reasons why it hasn't come before this. There's always reasons. There's never any accidents. You are on the path. You're on the path. So understand that you're on the path and that you're not making any mistakes. So, and then the next pillar, we're going to go right into it, which is your unique goddess style. This is another pillar, again, that I'm super passionate about because I've changed my style, my hair color, probably a hundred times. If you know me, if you've been following me for the past 20 years, 
although I wasn't really online until probably, no, maybe 2004, I started doing more online with my business just because my clients kept saying, you need to get a website, you need to get a website, you need to be visible because when I tell people about you, they want to look up about you. So I was like, okay. And so I got on board. So what I realized is I get bored with my hair color. I mean, sometimes I like it brown. Sometimes I like it brown with blonde highlights. And then I really, really took the leap when my, uh, mother was really having some difficulty aging. It was just next level having to take care of my sweet mother. I loved taking care of her. I don't have any regrets at all because I wholeheartedly was with my mother in her aging process I was there. I was there in the thick of it. And it was hard. It was beautiful. And it was also sad. It was really sad because when you watch your mother, who was vibrant herself, who taught you all the things about you and how your soul can shine. It was heart-wrenching to watch my mother just not even be that mother anymore. So be with that, be with your parent when you are going through that. It's a time that you have no concept of time at times. You could be with your parents, trying to get them out the door to get a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment or eye appointment. And Little do you know, you're like in the house, like for four hours, just trying to get them out of bed because this is what happens with our parents when they age. So when it comes to style, my mother, she was all about that. She would not leave the house if she didn't have lipstick on. (laughs) Okay. She would not leave the house if her hair wasn't perfect. My mother actually had a perfection disease. She literally would be paralyzed at times. She wouldn't have people come to the house because the house wasn't clean enough. She wouldn't show up for engagements, even like holidays, my mother would say, I'm just not doing it. I'm not going to be showing up for Thanksgiving. I mean, this was when we were much older. 
Like my mother had everything perfect. Everything was just so when we were kids. But as we got older and she realized that she didn't have to do all that anymore, she started pulling away and she kind of had resentment that all of it was on her to have to do it, even with her sisters. She was always making things perfect in the family. So she had resentment. And this is why I'm here as this voice for you to know that you want to do what your soul really wants to do. And you want to learn to do hard things as, you know, Glennon Doyle talks about, but you have to learn, you absolutely have to learn to say no. No, that doesn't serve me. That's not being selfish. That's actually being kind and clear for your soul and for your family and for your clients. If you have a hard time saying no, then you want to look at that. You want to seriously look at that and understand why and how that's actually affecting your well being spiritually and physically. Because we, as again, human beings having a spiritual experience, we can learn how to say no. So I know for me, I am learning that I still say yes when I really need to say no. So I just want you to understand that we all suffer from many, many things and we don't really see we really do not see what it is that we need to do for our souls. And that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that will support you emotionally. Everyone needs that emotional support, they need to know that you have their back when they are ready to just give up, like they just don't want to do, they just don't want to do whatever it is they have to do, you know, like, you know, maybe they um, need to like, bring a cake or something to school for their kids. And they're just feeling like, I, I just don't have it in me. I just don't have the capacity to do that. It's okay for you to call another mother and say, hey, could you, could you do that for me? And I, I made a commitment and I said that I was gonna do it. And 
now I actually can't do it. Or maybe, you know, don't bake those cakes or cookies or cakes, you know, go pick it up at Whole Foods and have it already, you know, organic and not free or whatever it is that you need to do. You know, give yourself permission to say no, because the point of you being actually on this planet Earth is for you to be an enlightened human being. So you can make a difference for yourself and for others. That's really the main point that you're actually here. And that's why you're listening to me because you know this to be true. And that's why you're attracted to this podcast, this movement, is because you too want to be seen. You want to be heard. You want this nurturing. You need all of this empowerment as if you are an addict of um, empowerment instead of, um, you know, having addictions that are unhealthy, whether it's drinking or overeating, you've decided that you are going to be an addict of personal development. And you know what? That's way better than actually being behind a bar and drinking until you're oblivious. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not a big drinker. I'll, I'll be honest. I do occasionally have a drink here and there, barely like one glass. I can't even really drink one whole glass. I have to split it with my husband. And he loved that about me when we were dating because he said I was a really, really inexpensive date. So, but I always made up with that with food. So it was never really that expensive because I love food. So with that being said, I am ready to share with you. I am ready to share with you the next chapter that I did not, actually it's not a chapter, it's a pillar. I keep changing, I interchange that word. So the pillars are gratitude, healthy mindset habits, embracing your divine feminine. Your fourth pillar is um, basically owning your own unique goddess style. And that pillar, when we work together, is super juicy because what we do is we provide you with resources to actually have your chart done for your colors. I had this done. I can't remember when. It has to be over 20 years. I'm a winter color. And so it's a fun thing to know. And sometimes you uniquely are attracted to certain colors and there's reasons for that. I don't know if you've ever gone shopping and you come back and you end up having something that actually goes with the other thing. I love greens and I love 
I used to wear a lot of black, but I've gotten away from wearing black, but I like greens and I like khakis and I like um, white and I can never have enough white tops. And I also went through a phase that I actually wore a lot of lavender, like deep, deep color lavender, like purple to the point that I was going to tell you this, but I ended up not even telling you about it is I turned my hair to pink. Um, it was like a pink purple. First, it was just highlights. And then I did the whole head and I have my photo shoot that I did when I turned the big six um, and I had the purple, pink, red hair, if you want to call it pink, red, purple. It was, it is wild. I mean, I know that you, you've seen the pictures because that's me standing there with a pink shirt with the fiery red hair, red, pink, purple hair. That's me because I was, I was on fire, on fire. During that time as I was taking care of my parents, I was building my online business, I was really exploding and I was really owning that feminine power that I had. And I still have it. And I am still evolving into that kind of next flavor of goddessing. That's why I created the Being and Becoming Goddess Oracle Card Deck. Super juicy. If you want, you can find all these links in the um, podcast at the bottom. And I can uh, also share with you lots of free gifts. And you will see that at the very bottom of the notes. So it's so nice to be here today. And I'm thinking that we've been chatting long enough. I don't want to get into any more, but I do want to introduce you to the last two chapters, just so we are fully complete with the pillars again i did it again people see how i do that i changed the word it's a neurocognitive disorder okay it's one of my superpowers so chapter five is own your values and your feminine power what own your values and your feminine power i think we've already kind of discussed that but let's just break it down a little bit deeper. It's accepting and listening to your own feelings and emotions in any situation. We talked about this. It's about taking that practice and patience. Because you, if you have patience with yourself, you're gonna have patience with others. So what happens is our minds go to fix and serve in times of stress or uncertainty. I'm sure you went through that during the pandemic. I'm sure you're going through that with different things that are going on with your children. Um, you're going through that with your parents. So your intention is to help 
and be compassionate for them. But what happens sometimes, you forget about yourself. So that's when it's so important to integrate and take the time to pause and listen to your own gut intuition. And it starts knowing what your own values and objectives are for your life before anything else. So this is the component where you take your value system and synergize, synergize the power of your femininity. And this is that component of integrity. In order for you to find your inner goddess, it's important that you find peace within yourself. Because if you don't know thy, if you don't know thyself be true, my mother used to say that. If, if you don't know thyself be true, I thought that was an awful weird expression that she would say, what are you talking about, mom? Um, it was about her problem that she was always there to support us, but she was not there to fix the situation. She was there to allow you to talk so you could have your own ahas and wisdom of what you needed to do for your own sustainability so you can have your own integrity of what's important for your soul and as you know you've heard soul a lot today because that's what I'm all about that's why I'm here to serve you so you can have your own soul wisdom be nurtured. The last pillar is fuel your body like a goddess. Now this journey of fueling, like food is medicine, is still a journey for me. I have gained weight and lost weight many times. I started out at like size four or a six or something like that when I was really young. And then after I had my baby, my hips popped and boom, <laughs> I was no longer a four or six. I now was like a 10. I was like an eight, 10 in the beginning. And then it went from eight, 10 to kind of 10, 12. And then I went from 12 to 14. And then, whoops, I went from 14 to 16. Yeah, these are sizes that we all can relate to because this is the sizes of what things, you know, like what size are you? Like, I hate it. I literally hate the fact that we have to have numbers. And I know that other other places like don't have like number 12 or 14. They have like medium, small, medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large. 
Um, I don't like that either. They don't like those terms either, or those labels, but it is what it is, right? So in this program, because this is part of the program of the body-mind intelligence, we will explore many ways that you as a goddess will want to fuel your body because that's really what vibrancy is all about. It's about what are you putting into that temple so that you can have that energy, vitality and presence of goddess within because who doesn't want to be goddess? I, I know I do and I know I am. So even though I struggled with my weight, I knew what I needed to do to sustain my vibrancy. And I always had that magic number that I would, you know, I do weigh myself on the scale, even though I've been told, don't weigh yourself, do weigh yourself. I decided I weigh myself. I weigh myself not every day, sometimes it's once a week or every couple of days, but it helps me just know like, hey, you know, Yesterday, you had a little too much of X, Y, Z. And so the scale goes up because what happened, I can't remember exactly when it was, but I stopped weighing myself. And before I knew it, I actually was a lot bigger than I felt good in my body. And I, I didn't really like the feeling like when I would bend over, my stomach would kind of go into my rib cage and I didn't like that feeling and it wasn't really about really necessarily my size and how I looked. It's how I felt inside my body. And that's, I think, one of the key ingredients in this pillar is fueling your body like a goddess. So I know this has been a full juicy podcast and you've enjoyed every minute of it and I enjoyed it as well but it's time for me to go because I've got to get ready for another appointment that's going to come to my office here at the Julian Method Wellness Sanctuary so I hope you enjoyed today and remember your Activation is my activation. Thank you for being here inside the Goddess Collective. I wanted to let you know that when you come to the Collective, you are receiving free resources that help you with your self-awareness. I created free trainings for you. It's the Julian Method goddess activation group it's free and it's a face group 
collective to help you get started with a new way of living. Follow along and witness the power of intentionally living with me and step in to the new realm of self-care for the activated goddess. There are bare bones, basic one-on-one goddess tips and tools. You'll get a three-day consecutive boot camp. It's a taster of the Julian method. I help you get started on your goddess practice. Find it at the JulianGoddessCoaching.com. And also, a real special treat you can receive the Being and Becoming Goddess Oracle Deck. Yes, I birthed this during the pandemic. Super juicy. You'll receive a published deck with a digital deck and also your own goddess activated meditation audio. Juicy, juicy goddess things are in store for you. I am so excited for you and this journey. Have a glorious day and remember your activation is my activation. Have a great day.